allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate Hey y'all, it's your girl Kristen Joy, and we are back for another episode of Party of One. So y'all know how we do. How are y'all doing? How have you been? Are you drinking your water? Are you eating right? Are you working out? What is life looking like for you? Let me know. I love to stay updated so I can hear all the good and the bad of the things that are going on in your day to day and throughout the week. So it's fun to just connect with all of you and to just encourage you to basically keep going. And you guys encourage me as well. Yeah, girl, I have, I've been about 50-50. I would definitely say that I'm at about a 70% um of health wise I am eating a lot better I have a month before I go on vacation so I have decided that I'm gonna do a strict diet and in my strict diet it's basically going back to what I did at the beginning of the year which is like not eating carbs drinking more water and working out more frequently I have been watching my carb intake. I've definitely decreased that back down a lot. I'm not at 100% no carbs, which is where I would like to be, but I'm about 80% there. So this week I'm shooting for 100%. I have been drinking my water. I am not back up to my gallon yet. I don't really know what the problem with that is, but I am working my way back up. So I am drinking my water and working out. I have not been as consistent as I would like to be. I did go for a hike this weekend. I got up at six and I went hiking on Saturday. For those that know me, I'm not a morning person at all, but I set my alarm to go with one of my friends and We have all just been doing a lot. So she didn't end up going with me, but I still pushed through and I went and got on the mountain and it was really good. I love this season, just like fake fall in Arizona, (laughs) but I love the season that we're in. So I do plan to go hiking more often because it's pretty cool and I'm not going to pass out on the mountain. So I will continue doing that. But other than that, that is all I can think of. Honestly, I'm pretty much, you know, normal, pretty much the same. I'm going to, you know, do a lot better this week so that next week I can come back and tell you like how amazing I am. So let's go ahead and get into this podcast. Let's start off with what's on the menu so what's on the menu is the segment in our podcast where we would just have a topic that we will be discussing so this week's topic is you are enough and basically what this topic is about is exactly what it says you just being enough as a person you being enough and not only are you enough but you believe that you're enough so a lot of times we 
you know, count ourselves out for whatever reason and we believe that we can't do it or that we have so many odds stacked up against us and we just give a reasons as to why we won't be successful or why whatever we're trying to do won't work. But I was actually having the same conversation with my sister and I was just like, at the end of the day, everything that you've gone through, every obstacle, every success, every fail, every positive, every negative has set you up to who you're supposed to be now and who you're also supposed to be in the future. So just reminding yourself that even if it looks like a fail now. It was a lesson at that point in time. And in your future, that's going to be one of those lessons that you take on and you won't repeat the same mistake or this go through that same obstacle. And when you reach that obstacle, you'll use the lesson that you have and that you've learned from. And you'll use that to combat the obstacle and actually get through it a lot faster, a lot smoother, and you won't have as much baggage to go with you to your next level because you've already conquered that giant. One thing that I want all of us to remember is that we need to believe in our hearts that we are the only one on this earth that has the dream that we have, that can fulfill this dream so every dream every burden like whatever you may be going through it's for a specific reason and I don't want us to get so caught up in the burden portion that we miss out on everything that God has in store for us and everything that he has planned for us. So just really changing our mindset, changing the glasses that we have on to be clear 2020 vision and we can see everything that we need to see to propel us into the future and to just be enough. And whatever we bring to the table is enough for us to get to our future and be that successful person that we want to be. And don't get caught up in what success looks like because success will look different to every person. Just knowing what your expectation of success is, shoot for that expectation and reach it. Like I always tell you guys, like that is what Party of One is for. One of the three main components is to be enough, which enough just means that as much or as many are required. So just knowing that you have as much or as many items, ideas, ambition, people, whatever you need, you have enough that is required. So just making sure that we are getting out there with that right mindset that we ultimately are enough. So now let's go ahead and get into Table Talk. Table Talk is a segment in our podcast where we will just have a family discussion. Family members from all over will submit questions to me and I will bring them to the table to discuss. So we have two conversations today and let's get into it. So our first conversation says, how do you respectfully reject an ex that's trying to come back? Don't do it. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> so first off, I, you know, I am a firm believer that if they're ex or ex for a reason, but I have also learned like through life and through watching 
this is clearly from watching other people, not me, but from watching other people, like I have learned that sometimes people do break up for like immature reasons or they just don't, their season ended when I believe that their season wasn't supposed to end. So we'll say that. So I would just say, if they are an ex that you don't want in your life, which I'm assuming that you don't want them because you said respectfully reject them, I would say that you need to set boundaries. So there's clearly a boundary that has not been set with that particular person because if the boundary was set, they wouldn't feel the level of comfort to come back and try to win you back if they didn't feel like there was a door or there was a path or whatever. So making sure that you're setting that boundary and letting that person know that, hey, there is no way back. There is no path. There is no door. Like we're done and I wish you nothing but the best. So figuring out a way, whatever works best for you, whatever works best for the person, like hopefully you know them since they're your ex, like you should know something about them. But just being able to let them know what it is that you expect from this relationship moving forward. If you feel as though you guys, you know, can be cordial, can be friends, then that's what it is. Just making sure that you're explicit enough that both parties know exactly what the future holds for the two of you. So ultimately, set the boundary and abide by the boundary. So many times I have seen people set boundaries and then they move the boundary and then they get upset when the other person acts on the boundary being moved. You moved the boundary because it was convenient for you, but that's not okay and that's not right for you to just willy-nilly just make new rules, new boundaries that only you can abide by, but when the other party abides by those boundaries and those rules, now it's a problem. So make sure that they're realistic boundaries for not only the person, but also for yourself. Conversation number two says, how do I live for Jesus and not straddle the fence? With this, it can be a lot more difficult than it seems because a lot of times people will say, you know, just judge your convictions, things of that nature, which I do agree with judging your own convictions and whatever convicts you, convicts you and it's for a reason. And the same thing may not convict another person. But I would just say that make sure that even if you're not convicted by something, that if you are having a relationship with Christ, you need to be reading your Bible because that's the manual for our lives and how he wants it to be lived out. So there's blatant, explicit directions on things we should do. So if it tells us not to curse, not to use aggressive or abrasive language and things of that nature just because you're not convicted by cussing doesn't mean that you should be out here cussing so things of that nature so making sure that you know what's actually in the manual what's in the handbook and then from there things that may or may not be addressed that's when you need to start using your convictions so I would say the way to not straddle is one Read the Bible to know what it says so that you can know what right from wrong to follow your convictions. If you're convicted, it's for a reason. And then three, my last thing I would say is not to allow yourself to live in bondage. One thing we have to remember is God is a gentleman and he 
also has given us free will and he knows that there will be temptations. There's no temptation unknown to man. So just making sure that you allow yourself grace, give yourself a grace to make mistakes. The problems come in when you continue to make mistakes and you don't ever change and do what you know is correct. But if you stumble and fall you know just get back up ask God for forgiveness and then also forgive yourself I think that's one big thing that we forget to do is forgive ourselves because we are extremely judgmental to who we are so making sure that we allow ourselves grace to be human and to fall short and just get up and try it again take it one step at a time and you know just be free be free you know, God did not call us to be in bondage and that's what we're not going to do. So I hope that these questions were answered. If you have anything you want to add, you know what to do. Hit me up. Thank you for everyone who submitted their conversations. I appreciate your vulnerability and just your transparency of bringing the conversation to the table so it could be discussed. Now, last but not least, let's get into sweet treats. Sweet Treat is a segment in our podcast where I will just bring you a small treat of something that I have received from God that I wanted to share with you all. So this week's Sweet Treat is Live Life Out of Control. This topic came because God was telling me that I needed to relinquish control and that he basically can't do anything in my life because I'm controlling it. I started to think about like all the situations that I've been through that could have not happened and really weren't necessary to have happened, but I was controlling the situation and ultimately I was really just in the way messing stuff up. And so as I was thinking about this, I started thinking about if a family member or if a friend came into my life and started trying to control it, telling me how to, you know, do certain things, what to wear, how to act, et cetera, et cetera. As I'm thinking about this scenario, I'm like getting irritated. Like they would not do that because that's just not okay at all. So then God dropped into my spirit and was like, that's exactly how I feel when you try to control the situation. You try to control the plans that I have set for your life. And that's why the situations go the way that they go, because you won't give me control. And when it was broken down in that sense of someone coming into what is yours and trying to control it, that instantly was one, irritating. And two, I was like, they don't even know the ins and outs of me to tell me how to run my stuff. And for God to drop that comparison into my mind, it just really opened my eyes to see exactly a tangible experience of how he feels when I take control of a situation that I never was supposed to have control of. God told us that he is the author and the finisher and that he has a plan for our lives for him to give us the plan and for us to know little pieces and little parts of the plan or our purpose that's a privilege for us like that is not a requirement for him to share that information so just making sure that you humble yourself and realize that you have no control here so the faster you can have a seat 
and allow God to move and allow God to direct your path, the faster things can happen and things can move. So the question that I'm going to leave you guys with today is what area of your life do you need to stop controlling? That is all that I have for you today. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in, who listened, and just took time out of your day to hear what it was that I had to say and had to share. I truly appreciate all the love and support that I have been receiving. So just make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast, that you get all the latest notifications and information, and follow me on all social media platforms at I am Kristen Joy underscore. And don't forget, be bold, be exclusive, and be enough. Well, if I listen to you and everything you put in my ear, I'll be living like, shut up, shut up, cut up. I'll be paralyzed by fear. Huh? Ain't that the truth? If I quit, the only way I lose, I got two choices when I do this. Make moves or make excuses. Huh? If you know who I'm talking about, then you got me. My biggest enemy is me. And even I can't stop.